Hello everyone, I'm Matthew, welcome back to my podcast, Perspective. What episode is this? I don't even know, like, every time I upload an episode, like, I have to look at the past episode and look what that number was, because I don't remember, I don't keep track. I want to say it's episode 9 or 10, but also I've decided to make my seasons by year, so like... By the end of 2022, that'll be season one. And then season two will start 2023. I don't know. I feel like that's like a growth thing. Anyway, where? Why did I just go on that t- tangent? Okay. Uh, I'm recording this the Saturday. O- I'm recording this on Saturday. And I'm posting it tomorrow. So, and like, I started school and I don't really have time to do it any earlier. But you don't care. This week, we literally just did get to know you. Like, I said the same two fun facts about me all eight classes i like i I have eight classes a block schedule but yeah if i did but if i didn't tell you you wouldn't have known you, you do you get what i'm saying here like the internet is fake i told you <laughs> moving on this episode is about the evolution of representation in the modeling and advertising industries basically what i'm trying to say is that they're showing representation in like including more types of people of different demographics in advertisements but there's a catch and there's always a catch i'm sharing what i think are representation scams in the modeling industry and what i think they're really doing but if there's anyone in the modeling slash advertising and marketing industry listening hi jace um i think i think i saw his portfolio online i think i think that's what it was i don't know and I say something wrong, please let me know, because I can correct it and really edit the episode however I want, whenever, so, you know, I don't want to, like, trash those industries, because this episode is just completely dedicated to a consumer's perspective, me, so, obviously, there's things I don't know, so, yeah. Anyway, let's start. Okay, so, the for the first topic, to kind of, like, set the scene, let's talk about the beauty standard and how it's being reformed in like professional industries i guess the beauty standard is two words skinny and white period that's it like you don't need to do research you don't need to do anything it's just it's just a known fact you know what i mean but when a fact when you factor in the overall double standard for men and like hey i meant to say the double standard for women that would have been really embarrassing if i accidentally kept it and i'm so glad i caught it because sometimes i just don't like listen to the whole episode i kind of just listen to the start and end points to see where i need to cut but oh i'm so glad i caught that i would that don't i i don't know what i would have done if i kept that double standard for women okay not men men have very little standards when it comes to like presenting themselves um that's it back to your regularly scheduled programming the physique standards for both men and women but i want to say primarily men ish things like the whole standard thing gets a lot more complicated but generally like traditionally though it's skinny and white but it's being reformed and like all groups are slowly getting more representation more ethnic groups and body demographics but on the other hand, they still have skinny and white values. Like, in my opinion, if there is an advertisement with models of many different backgrounds, many different ethnic groups, the main model would just probably be the white one. But I could be going about this wrong because, like I said, it's simply off observation. Like, there's a Verizon ad campaign. And what I've noticed is that, they're, like, the one white lady would be the main person. And then 
like everyone around her would be like people of color i don't know <laughs> i could be completely wrong about this episode but it's still interesting also this might just be me but i feel like the hair beauty standard is very slowly becoming wavy and like curly hair instead of like really straight hair anyway um yeah my thoughts but it's not as simple as like this whole thing it's not as simple as like having more full chinese models or more black models or more hispanic you know like there's certain like requirements and quotas so yeah let's talk about a timeline of cultural representation and what i i want like i want to call this segment black versus white because i want to talk specifically about the line between black models and white models I feel like when it comes to black representation in advertising, it only really sprouted recently, especially after the BLM era, like right after the thick of 2020. Here's what happened. Okay, I need to flip my page, hold on. I, I, I don't remember things really easily, so sorry. Uh, black models would only get the main stage if like the owner was black, like owner was black, if it was black owned or if the advertisement is heavily supporting black culture. You know, like... In the 2020 era, they were there when it was relevant. For example, like, you wouldn't see a black model in, like, a casual Hurley advertisement. Okay, well, Hurley is very... Okay, you wouldn't see a black model in, like, a casual Hurley advertisement or something similar, but you would see him for a curly hair product brand, and the brand would be, like, heavily, like, including black culture. You know what I mean? They were there for Healthcare Heroes ads, but they weren't there for an ad for the real real you know what i'm saying they were there when it was relevant is that sinking in okay now let's move on to late 2020 to early mid 2021 in my opinion mainly there were either only white or black models mainly i feel like they were drawing the line of black and white even darker instead of including all cultures because that's kind of what was required because they had to otherwise they wouldn't be considered a quote-unquote diverse brand they would have had but otherwise they would have just stuck to the original values, especially if the BLM era didn't happen. COVID literally, like, I feel like everything I talk about on this podcast is about COVID or after COVID or, like, the effects of COVID in some way. But anyway, but we're getting to early, mid-2021. Then comes the Stop AAPI hate movement. It was, like, prevalent already and before, like, 2020, but now in the time stamp I'm talking about, it's, like, it's like mainstream like then asian models started getting included then another ethnic group then another you know speaking of actually i remember specifically there was a paxon ad for like summer 2021 they did a whole campaign no it was like it was spring slash summer 2021 um emma chamberlain was on it i think it was her campaign like her collection quote unquote i guess emma chamberlain was on it many white models were on it there were there was one skinny black model i don't know his name there was one there was another black model in dreads there was i think yeah it was just one black model with like braids one black one skinny curly haired black model and one skinny asian model i think he was either japanese or chinese i, I didn't know it was matthew if you know matthew please let me know correct me if you know i anyway i love him he's so cool i love matthew but 
they did that because it was required at the time. You know what I'm saying? At least what I think, because if they were really inclusive, why would it just be black and Asian and white? You know, like there's more than that. But they had to in like they had to include black models because the BLM movement happened. So now that has become normalized, including one or two black models. And then they stop AAPI movement happened. And then they had to include Asian models. Because, you know, that was what's required at the time. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? You see my vision? Anyway, now I see all types of models, like, casually in advertisements. Like, there was, like, an Haggadah's campaign, and it had mostly all people of color in, like, the campaign. And I was really kind of surprised. But, you know, it's sad that it's surprising, but you get it. We're working on it. See? <laughs> We're working on it. Anyway. That that was a lot of information at once. Like I kind of I kind of threw all the information at you. I said it really fast. Anyway, yeah, let's take a break. What you just heard was Beach Blonde by Jace Cameron. It's his lead single off his upcoming EP, Denim Heart, set to release August 19th. I think. August 19th. Yeah? Yes, August 19th. Okay. What was I doing? I cannot express how much I love this song. Oh my god. I've been streaming this song nonstop since it came out the 12th, since it came out Friday. It's, it's so good. It's the best song I've heard all summer. I cannot express. Like, as soon as I heard the little snippet, before it came out, I automatically clicked off and emailed him, let me promote you right now. Because it's it's so good. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's soft rock infused beachy pop. And his influences for the track included... Wait, okay. This is a good list. Okay, listen up. Open ears, open ears. Mazzy Star, Lana Del Rey, The Beatles, Fleetwood Mac, and Harry Styles. Hello? Like, at this point, what are you still doing here? Click off and go stream that right now. Actually, no. No, just kidding. Uh, stick around and go stream that after the episode or you can do it now and come back to this anyway jace is so nice i genuinely i i cannot wait for his ep i am literally on my toes right now it's like when billy Eilish released don't smile at me you know like that feeling anyway give it a listen or multiple listens i don't discriminate um you can stream it on spotify apple music youtube um soundcloud and title Thing. basically all major streaming platforms is that all of them okay sorry <laughs> follow him on tiktok at jace cam so j-a-c-e-c-a-m and his name on all music platforms um thanks jace for giving us and me the best song i've heard all summer the best song we've heard all summer i'll speak for all of us because if you didn't find this good what are you like what do you listen to anyway okay yeah back to the episode Welcome back. How'd you like Beach Blonde? I know you liked it, so you don't you don't really have to say anything about that one. Um, yeah, now we're going to be talking about quotas. Quotas being, like, requirements that are filled, that are met, I guess. First section, let's talk about the ethnic quota. Um, like I mentioned before, once a brand hits a certain amount of POC models and actors for an advertising campaign, like, they basically just stop. Like, they do what's needed of them. In order to say quote unquote inclusive and have a wide demographic of consumers or basically just more consumers in general because if you're gonna buy a product 
you want the model to look like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't buy a product. Actually, no, I, <laughs> you got to buy products, whatever. But you are more, more inclined to buy a product if you see people like you wearing. You know what I mean? In my opinion, right now, Paxson, H&M, Lulu, Reebok, and Gap are the most inclusive large clothing brands now when it comes to representing different ethnic groups i feel like nike and adidas are definitely still playing on the black versus white and really only have either or with like certain exceptions i like i haven't studied their websites and stuff especially when it comes to basketball clothing lines they really only do black or white also i want to mention there was a guy on youtube talking about how some modeling agency or some campaign he did they asked for him and other black models to take their braids out for a campaign because they wanted like the natural beauty quote-unquote of the curls i think i i don't know i thought it was interesting i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing either you know what i mean but you know he mentioned that i thought it was interesting so i'm telling you just for fun just for funsies um yeah okay so, I basically talked about the ethnic quota already before I just talked about it now. So, let's move on to the body quota and dilemma. Um, hold on, let me move this mic. You're probably hearing it move right now. Is that better? I don't know. Anyway, bodies. Bodies are still something consumers, like, aren't really used to. I looked at, you know, like, clothing websites to see who's on the front page, who's being featured, um what body demographics are being featured and i've definitely been seeing the same things through and through especially with just like general advertising the thing is they have little to no plus size models or really any body that isn't skinny or muscular especially athletic brands i get it but like you know you know i've only really seen plus size models when it comes to plus size clothing as like you know like a statement like when they want you to know it's for people who use or prefer bigger sizes. Um, like I said before, they're only there when it's relevant. Right now, there are only plus size models when it's relevant. Like how it was before with ethnic groups. I accidentally wrote Ethiopic groups. Oops. <laughs> um, I didn't have to share that. Like if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't have known the internet is fake. I said that already. But, you know, this is happening in the now. Remember when... Target had a model in women's activewear advertising plus sizes in like 2019. Everyone went crazy. I remember so vividly, both good and bad, but you know. But if companies are inclusive, once they hit their quota of plus size models, inclusive being in quotation marks, being one or two plus size models, if we're lucky as consumers, they stop. Like, here, here's another story. Remember when Rihanna released a savage x fenty like boxer line and she showed one plus size black model black male model underwear model everyone went crazy like i feel like this happened in 2020 as well i'm pretty sure one like everyone went crazy half good half bad one person tweeted and i think it really resonates with this episode big men just like women are hardly ever represented in this advertise wait no let me read that again one person tweeted, big men, just like women, are hardly ever represented in advertising, but as Rihanna has proven here, the industry may want to rethink this, end quote. The problem is, is that just like the consumer base in general isn't used to it, like when they see a product, they also see the person in it. You know, and that person needs to be quote unquote attractive. 
So the body standards have made us believe if you're not skinny, if you're not muscular, you're not healthy, you're not pretty, you're not worth the attention. The modeling industry alone did that, I feel like. Plus, it's on the consumer too. Like, it's not completely all the... It's not completely on these industries because they listen to the consumer, right? If the model's attractive, the brand makes more money. Period. You know? At this point, it's not about body positivity movement, um, body positivity in general. It's just about showing the consumers that there's more than one type of person. Because if models are supposed to be, like, the ideal person... The model. <laughs> the model. It's just... You know, it's only catering to certain groups. So. Yeah. Anyway. The whole body positivity movement, in my opinion, it includes everyone, no matter what demographic. And when I mean everyone, I don't mean like... I mean like everyone. Like, including all the skinny and muscular models. Like, you know? It's just about loving who you are at any state of your body. Whether... If you're progressing, if you if you're changing your body or not, you know what I'm saying. Body positivity, we just take it at, in my opinion, just take it at face value. Be positive about your body. Period. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where to go from there. I kind of, kind of went on a tangent again. But okay, actually, there is one thing I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen a white plus size male model like i've seen a white plus size female model for sure but not a male one my okay my only thought is that they're still trying to hold on to the last strand of old beauty standards white male and skinnier muscular that combination specifically especially because nobody is used to that in like modeling i guess they're more used to seeing male people of color modeling of that demographic but not white is that just me am i completely wrong am i going about this wrong okay if i'm completely going about this wrong this is going to be so stupid i'm probably going to delete this episode but yeah i'll leave it at that take what you will sorry i'm done you get my point okay okay before i finish up okay before i finish up i want to say like i'm not targeting you know like models like I'm not hating, I'm not trying to hate on models. If I am, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry, like, genuinely. Because, like, models are just, like, they're just, like, players in the game. You know what I mean? This completely stems from just old values, like, subconsciously. You know what I mean? Western beauty standards, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah. Anyway, let's finish up. Um, To tie it all together, I want to talk about how I feel like they combine... The quotas for either good or bad, I haven't decided yet. I don't think I ever will decide because, you know, here's what I've been seeing. <laughs> let's let's start there. I've explained the main categories, but I noticed that brands combine the quotas of representation in order to either have more representation than having just like one category over over the other, or to make room for more models that fit the current beauty standards, right? Because if we go back to the fact that they just meet the requirements, check, 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 and that's it. What if they're combining the quotas in order to make room for others? Or if they're just combining the quotas for a wider demographic than just having like one like thing off the checklist, you know? Not sure yet. Could be both. Could be the first. I hope it's the first option. 
like I'm, re- I'm really hoping for the best here but have you noticed like brands would have one like person of color plus size i don't know female model in a campaign and then just like the rest white you know i'll just let it i just let it sit there i don't i don't want to go any further because i genuinely don't know much about this one but i just wanted to note that um before i forgot it because as you guys know i forget things extremely easily but yeah that's it for this episode um go stream beach blonde (laughs) i absolutely love that song so much um yeah i think he just hit 600 monthly listeners on spotify which is amazing um i i said that in order you know if i come back in like two three years how many monthly listeners does he have now you know is he alive am i alive anyway anyway that's it um i have my second week of school is starts monday and i'm really gonna start work and i'm like that's when the 10 months of torture really starts also you know that bonus episode i posted right before this ccsd saw it no i emailed it to ccsd what am i doing i emailed it to ccsd ccsd emailed it to my principal and said hey here you go deal with this and then my principal talked to me and she was like uh well i don't agree with you know your argument so i'm not gonna do anything about it i'm like okay fine like yeah whatever it's out of my hands anyway and then yeah i don't know i literally just got sent to the principal's office third period um yeah i went on another tangent there okay sorry i've said i've, I've done that what like three or four times this episode um oh today i made i baked cookies i haven't baked cookies in a while but i baked cookies today and let me tell you oh they're so good and i had and i use like oat milk chocolate chips or something they weren't there There wasn't milk in the chocolate chips but i also put an egg in it which didn't really make sense um it made sense in my head it tasted good okay that's that's it um yeah just wanted to share that and yeah go stream beach blonde um thanks for listening to this episode love you xoxo um yeah you know what I, i won't waste your time anymore you got things to do okay you know what that's it bye What's your type? Bleach blonde. 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 Bleach blonde.